Well, Brother Russ, got something? Sure. <laughs> well, all right, you sounded pretty sure, huh? <laughs> Lee? All right, let's pray for Lee. Bless you, buddy. Follow your heart. Church, let's pray for Brother Lee. You pray for us that the Lord can use us for willing to try. Hopefully our blood pressures went down a little bit after Brooklyn's game. Now it's easy to get riled up at a ball game. And, um, you know, things that really don't matter a whole lot. But it seems like a lot of times things that matter, you know, we don't try as hard at. You know, and like th this matters here. You know, and um, I thought about this morning when Linda got up and sang and talked about the faith. You know, just came across and I just thought about, you know, in Hebrews 1, where it talked about, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. You know, and if you don't have that faith, you can't please God. You know, you have to be saved. You have to be living for him in order to please him. You know, and there's a lot of times that we all let ourselves get in the way. I know I do constantly. And, uh, but you pray and we try to read a little bit. It seems like we've got a lot to read. Usually we don't like to read a whole lot, but let us get our nerves out here for a second. But, you know, I was listening to the radio <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, and um, the guy was talking about momentarily pleasures. And that kind of stuck with me. You know, and I, it's been sticking with me for a few weeks, and that's about all I can think about is momentarily pleasures. And, you know, and, and it hits everybody's life. And what he kind of said along the time, you know, he said something about how, uh, you know, when you get married, you make vows. And it says that people can't always keep them vows. And why? Because of momentarily pleasures. Uh, maybe some other woman might come step in and something happens. And, you know, if, if you're not living for God and you're not trying to use him, you're going to allow something like that come in between you. And, and at that time, it's only going to be a momentarily pleasure. It's only going to last so long. Momentarily means just for a very short time. But that pleasure, you know, it's only, it's only going to last for a second. And, uh, you know, and that kind of stuck with me. I was like, man, you know, and it made me just think a little bit of David back with Bathsheba. You know, he, he was supposed to be fighting the battle, but he let a momentarily pleasure get in his way. And, you know, and it was something through the world that it got in his way. So you pray and we try to read a little bit. And, but I want you to think about that the whole time. You know, that's, uh, for some reason, I cannot get that out of my head. Momentarily pleasure. And, that, and my Christian walk, that's usually what gets in my way. You know, something that I let just for a small time get in my way, and then it don't matter. It don't even matter to anything about anything. So, but you pray, and we try to read a little bit. And we're going to read in Mark 14. And we're going to bounce a little bit, too, so. But if the Lord allows us to preach, we try to preach a little bit, and if not, you know me. 
we read and say what we feel like and the Lord have us to say and we take our seat. But Mark 14, 29, it says, <clears throat> But Peter said unto him, now this is just after, you know, they're trying to, uh, this is right before they're getting ready to come get Jesus and take him up when he went into the garden. It said, But Peter said unto him, Although all shall be offended, yet will not I. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, that this day, even in this night, before the cock, for the cock crow twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. But he spake the more vehemently, If I should die with thee, I will not deny thee in any ways, in any wise. Likewise also said they all. So I want you to hear that. You know, he sat there and said, and after Jesus sat there and told him, you know, tonight, before the cock crows three times, or twice, you're going to deny me three times. And it sounded like he got a little angry. You know, he even said, but he spake the more vehemently, which means, you know, a little more bolder. And he said, if I should die with thee, he said, if I should die with thee, I will not deny thee in any wise. Likewise, also, they said they all. And they came to a place which was named Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit ye here while I shall pray. And he, t he taketh with him Peter, James, and John, and began to sore amaze and to be very heavy. And saith unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful unto death. Tarry ye here and watch. And he went forward a little and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not will I, not what I will, but what thou will. And he cometh and findeth them sleeping, and saith unto Peter, Simon, sleepest thou? Couldst not thou watch one hour? Watch ye and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. The spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. And it said, and again he went away and prayed, and spake the same words. And when he returned, he found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy, neither wist they what to answer. And he cometh the third time, and saith unto them, Sleep on now, and take your rest. It is enough. The hour is come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed in the hand of sinners. Rise up and let us go. Lo, he that betrayeth me is at hand. And immediately while he spake, came Judas, and everybody knows how he came, and um, they smote him, and he cut off the air. So I'm going to drop down here into, uh, towards the bottom right here. Like I said, you pray for us. And... Um, so this is when they're leading Jesus away, and it says, And they led Jesus away to the high priest, and with him were assembled all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes. And Peter followed him afar off, even into the palace of the high priest, and he sat with the servants and warmed himself at the fire. And the chief priests and all the council sought for witness against Jesus to put him to death, and found none. For many bear fault witness against him, but their witness agreed not together." And then I'm going to jump over to 66. Like I said, we said we was going to jump around a little bit. And it said, And as Peter was beneath in the palace, there cometh one of the maids on the high priest. And when she saw Peter warming himself, she looked upon him and said, And thou also was also with Jesus of Nazareth. But he denied, saying, I know not, neither understand I what thou sayest. And he went out into the porch, and the cock crew. And a maid saw him again, and began to say to them that stood by, This is one of them. And he denied it again. And a little after, they that stood by said again to Peter, Surely thou art one of them, for thou art a Galilean, and thy speech agreeth thereto. 
But he began to curse and to swear, saying, I know not this man of whom ye speak. And the second time the cock crew, and Peter called to mind the words that Jesus said unto him, Before the cock crow twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. And when he thought thereon, he wept. So you pray, and if we're able to use this a little bit, you know, and like I said, that momentarily pleasure is kind of what, you know, even stuck with me with this a little bit because, you know, it said Peter, after they came to get Jesus, you know, everybody knows a story where one of the soldiers got up and smote off his ear, and it said Jesus grabbed the ear and put it back on because Jesus said, you know, this is my will, you know. And then how important that is, you know, that Jesus was willing to go all the way. And he was willing to go all the way, not for me, but for every sinner, you know. And it sat there and said that, uh, you know, and that Jesus, you know, and I think a lot of times as he went into the garden to pray, he was worried. You know, Jesus was a man. And as he went to the garden, you know, he wanted these boys back here for protection. You know, he took a few of them with him a little bit further. And he said, I want you to wait right here while I go a little further to talk to God. And, you know, and it said, and it talked about how the men all fell asleep on him and how they were supposed to be doing their job. And he comes back and he says, you know, uh, I have you guys sit and watch for me while I'm trying to, you know, go get prepared for something that's very important in life. You know, Jesus was willing to go all the way. He needed just a few more people there trying to help him out. And, you know, that's what our job's supposed to be. You know, we're supposed to be there to help out because why? Because Jesus already went all the way, but we're supposed to be that light, you know. And I sit there and I think about how, you know, uh, Peter, so it said, you know, Peter kind of stayed as they went and took Jesus. He kind of stayed in the background a little bit and he tried to follow because he wanted to know what was going on. You know, he wanted to see what was going on with his Lord. He's been with him for how long? So he's trying to stay in the background. But if you remember a little bit, he was already worn out. You know, why in the world was he trying to go see what's going on when he should have minded his own business a little bit? And, you know, it said as he went there and he sat down beside, beside the fire, he was with all sinners. He was there with nobody that even believed. You know, you sit there and think about that. All these people were sitting here trying to go after Jesus He's right there in the midst of it, you know, and I sit there and I think about uh, over there in Psalms that talks about, uh, you know, don't walk in the way in the way of the ungodly or standeth in the way of the sinner or sit in the, in the scornful. You know, it sits there and talks about first that person was walking in the way. Well, then after you start walking in the way a little bit, then you're just standing in the way a little bit. And then what's going to happen? You're just going to sit a little bit. You know, you're going to sit in the way. When, it, when you start getting away from Jesus, it takes a few little steps to start getting away. You know, like it said, you know, first you were standing in the way of the ungodly. And, you know, then you were, you were walking, then standing, then sitting. And that's how it's all going to come to find out, you know, that I think about this a little bit and that, you know, they're supposed to be ready. You know, Jesus has already been preparing them, his whole ministry, getting them ready for what was to come. And, you know, they couldn't even just sit there and be ready a little bit. But then Peter, he sat there and told the Lord right before this, he's like, I'm not going to deny you after the Lord already told him it was going to happen. But, you know, for that momentarily pleasure because he seen what Jesus was going through. He didn't want no part of that, did he? He didn't want no part of that. And as they sat there and said, you know, the first person came up, 
You know, and they said, what are you, you know, they asked him. The maid came up and said, he's part of them. No, I'm not, you know. That's when you start to back off a little bit. People's going to know who you stand for. But each time you go to back up a little bit, it's easier that second time, that second time. No, I ain't got no part in none of that. The third time it said he started cussing at him and going off about it. You know, he's already in a mind state. Now he's leaving this stuff. He don't, he don't want nothing to do with it. And, you know, when I take my life and I put my life in perspective a little bit, the first time I go against Jesus, it's easier that second time. That second time, it's a lot easier. That third time, man, it's, I've already done it. I'm not even thinking about it anymore. But then here's the good thing. This was the main part that I liked about it. It said, you know, Jesus already told him what was going to happen. He already told him before that cop crew twice. After he did that the third time, Jesus sent him a sign, didn't he? He said he heard that cock crow again. Jesus is going to let you know where you stand. He's going to let you know that if you're in the way of the scornful, if you're standing in the way of the sinner or what's going on, he's going to let you know. But the best thing that I like about it, he gave me a choice. He gave me a choice. He didn't say, Lee Witt, you're serving me. He says, Lee, will you serve me? Will you serve me? Will you be part of my team? You know, if I sit there and think about it. You know, the Lord could have had all the angels in the world come and get him and get him off that cross and everything could have been good. And I think, I know, because he's God, he's all God, I think that he still could have had his salvation plan ready no matter what and still been able to make everybody serve because I know that he has the power over the devil. He could have done it his way, but he gave us a choice. And that's the best thing about it. He didn't say, I'm going to make you serve me. I'm going to make you love me. He says, will you? He said, I gave my life. I gave my son's life for you. And now it's your choice. It's your choice that if you want to come to church, it's your choice if you want to share the gospel. You know, there's a lot of times I fall short. I fall short reading my Bible. I fall short sharing my testimony. You know, one of the best things that we have as a human being, if you're saved and living for God, you have your testimony. I have my testimony. I can't go off of, well, you guys know Terry Brock? Boy, he's a good pastor. He got saved a long time ago. You know, he got saved. His mom and daddy took him to church. But I can say, you know Lita Witt? He got saved as a 12-year-old boy. He's got a story to tell. I like it when Terry talks about that little girl and it says she went, hold on, Terry, let me tell the story a little bit. My story makes an effect on my life. Your story is going to make an effect on your life. I can't tell Ryan's story. I can tell about it a little bit, but it ain't going to make an effect like Ryan can tell it. I can't tell Billy's, but he can tell it and make an effect. I can tell mine, and I can make a big effect. The biggest effect, the way to be able to tell it is to live it. If I'm not living my story, what's the point of telling it? There ain't a point. And I really appreciate being here and, you know, I don't feel like going any further, but you have a story to tell. You have a story to live, you know. Don't let a momentarily pleasure get in your way.
don't let one thing try to stop you. Don't let, you know, because the second time's a lot easier. The third time, well, it's over with. You know, they sit there and talk about how, you know, you get in habits. Habits of brushing your teeth. Habits of everything in life. There's all kinds of habits. And I think they say if you go like seven times in a row or something like that, it starts to become a habit, a good habit. You know, come to church seven times in a row. Read your Bible seven days a week. You know, make them things a habit. Those are the ones that make effect on our lives. You know, have a good habit. And I I know we're going to have bad habits. It's going to happen. I've got mine, you know. But let the good habits be the biggest part of your life. Don't let one little thing slip in just for the moment. You know, because I'd hate for something like me to let some idiot woman, you know, take over what I've, I've invested in a 15-year marriage. You know, I'd hate for something like that to happen for a moment. You know, I'd hate to go out to the bar and have a drink and get in the way of my preaching or my kid's life or something just for the moment. You know, don't let that, let your big moment be now what the Lord's gave you. I appreciate being here. Appreciate the preaching. We're getting a song ready. We're going to stand. <coughs> Think about the moments that he preached about. I suspect if most people, as they go back over their life, they can privately in their own mind think about moments that they'd like to change that would make their life better and enrich their life and actually give more power to their testimony. And I like that. We need to establish good habits and good patterns and use the moments that God give us to his glory. While we sing this song, if anybody needs to come pray, come. And if you just need to take inventory, do that. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. If you're not saved, You're missing out on the best part of life. Why would you do that? You don't have to. You do not have to miss out on the best part of life. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. I mentioned that this morning. Lines up with what Brother Lee's preached tonight. I appreciate the message. Would you come? Obey the Lord. Let God touch your life as he calls you come. You can't make yourself much different. (coughs) You might try to quit a bad habit or you might try to be more faithful in the moral things of life. But down deep in your soul, you can't change that. But God can. You need to come just like you are. Turn it over to him. Let him have his way in your life. Obey the Lord. Anybody need to come? You can. Amen.
once again, I, I appreciate the preaching, singing, everybody cheer. Glad to be here tonight. Uh, anybody else got anything on your heart before we uh, go to our business meeting? We got business meeting tonight. We put it off last week because I wasn't able to be here. But we're not in a hurry to get to that. I'm just letting you know we've got that to do. But if you've got something on your heart to say or do or sing uh, for the Lord, you're, you're welcome to do that. Anybody? Once again, thank God for being here. Thank God for the service. We'll ask for another song. Now, not trying to get rid of anybody. You well, everybody's welcome to stay. But if you want to leave or need to leave, and uh, don't feel like staying for business meeting, uh, you can have that opportunity after this song's over. And folks that want to exit, do exit. Uh, we'll call the church to order, and we'll be seated for our business.